Okay, so we're, we're going to um, spend a little bit of time now um, doing a panel. And um, obviously today we've been talking about the story I tell. Um, and we've talked a lot about stories. And we thought it would be um, a good opportunity to actually reflect on that time. Um, and for some, like we've said, it's been a difficult time. But actually it's also been a time of real faithfulness um you know where we've seen the real faithfulness of god and his goodness and about giving him the glory for that so we're going to do that in a minute but i thought it might be quite um good maybe a little bit of fun hopefully they won't mind um just to get to know the panel a bit more really so i'm going to ask them a question um we'll start with you kate because that'll be the easiest for me um so kate those of you who know you well probably will know the answer to this. Would you rather Burger King or McDonald's? <laughs> McDonald's. McDonald's. And yeah. what is your favourite thing on the McDonald's menu? God, I love a quarter pound of meal with cheese with a... I used to be a fat Coke, but I can't do fat Coke anymore, so it's now... <laughs> What's fat Coke? Fanta. <laughs> oh, my. Do you not call it a fat no, Coke? Oh, I call it a fat Coke. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, no one be offended. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I thought you were going to say a diet coke, but anyway, we'll go with that. Okay, so Jen, yeah. I'm going to come to you if you don't mind. Jen, you're American. I am. But you've lived in the UK a long time. Eight so years. your question is, would you rather Cadbury's <laughs> oh, or Hershey's? <laughs> Ooh. Without a doubt, Cadbury's. Yeah. Hey! She's a Cadbury's woman. Honest truth. Can I, just, just normal Cadbury's, or have you got a favorite chocolate bar? Um, gosh, good question. I haven't had a Cadbury's in a long time, to be honest. Oh, there, I'm sure, is there anything orange? Because I quite like orange and chocolate. Yeah, do they yeah do there is. Yeah. Well, they actually do orange chocolate buttons now, believe it or not. <gasps> and they are amazing. There we go. So that'll be your next chocolate That's to get. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, Julia. Julia, lovely to have you with us today. Thank you. Julia, I'm going to ask you, would you rather go for a hike or watch a movie? Oh, no contest. <laughs> what? Uh, if I said go for a hike, my husband would go into shock. <laughs> um, yeah, just be honest, Julia. <laughs> um, a, a movie. Uh, my excuse is because I've had a knee replacement, so I couldn't hike. So a movie for you every time? Definitely. Okay. Christy, coming to you. So, Christy, seasons-wise, summer or winter? If you had to choose one, what would you prefer? Really? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, come on. Are you a sunshine girl or do you like the winter season? Beach, so summer for you every time. Yeah, I like both actually, but no, probably summer. Summer, yeah. I think probably most of us would prefer that, wouldn't we? Yeah. Okay, so getting back to um, the panel, and um, we've talked obviously about coming out of a pandemic and talking about our stories. So I'm going to start with you, Jen. Um, we said it's a good time to reflect actually on God's faithfulness and God's goodness um, and what's been a difficult season. So would you mind just sharing with us um, just something about your story in the last couple of years or something where God's been really faithful and showed his goodness in your life? 
Yeah, yeah, God, I was thinking about this, actually, and uh, where he led me, I'm like, oh, Lord, really? But I just keep feeling like I'm supposed to, so I'm like, well, I'm just going to go with that, because it has been an incredibly challenging season, obviously, for all of us, and I think for me, one of the biggest challenges was, I'm single, so I live on my own, um, and uh, obviously, for some people, you wished you were single, <laughs> during, <laughs> I think, <laughs> um, <laughs> So it was positive in some ways, you know, because I understand a different challenge when you've got, you know, everybody in one house. But Lisa, who I work with, was basically my bubble, and she's lovely, but, you know, it's a pretty small bubble. And so um, that was slightly challenging at times, being away from my family and all of that. But actually, so I could kind of talk about that, but genuinely, actually, what I felt like the Lord wanted me to say was in that season, as challenging as it was, and it was his faithfulness was just, you know, sometimes you just want to cry at the faithfulness of God. And it was just shocking to me sometimes because I was suddenly thrown into a season as all of us were. And like, what do I do and how do I do this? And not speaking or preaching or writing or suddenly and felt, you know, that whole shift of, well, go online. And I'm like, I don't know how to go online. It was so far out of my comfort zone. And he just pushed me there. But the biggest thing that I felt like he shared me was that he can be faithful in the strangest of times. And I don't have time to go through the whole story, it's only a couple of minutes, but I lost my car when I moved to Bath. So I lost a lot of things uh, and the move to Bath within seven days, I think, or five days, just an incredible amount of things. And one of the things was my car. And because I travel and because Bath, you know, it's helpful to have a car and all of that, it was an incredibly, incredibly difficult couple of years. And the Lord kept saying, I don't want you to get it by finance, I want you to get it by faith. And I knew he was going to try and teach me something through it. And you know when you're at the beginning of a season and you think, oh, this will be good for a month, right? <laughs> like, he knows I need a car, you know? And I understand this is really practical, but I feel like we can take this to whatever it applies to, to you. And so I'm thinking, okay, for a month, two months, three months, well, then six months, and then eight months, and then a year, and then two years. And on and on, I'm like, Lord, I need this. Like, this isn't like, oh, I, like, I genuinely need it. And to make a long story short, uh, in the middle of COVID was when he decided <laughs> to get me a car. Uh, and I had tried to save some money, and so I had a little bit, and basically somebody out of the blue just phoned and said, I feel God leading me to help you with this. And the thing that he had led me on in this journey was at the very beginning of it, I felt like he said, what kind do you want? And my response, I said, oh, God, whatever you want, like genuinely, I'm like, oh, whatever you want is fine. Genuinely, I really don't care. And I actually felt a little bit of the anger of God. What do you want? I said, heated leather seats. Because <laughs> 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 I had always wanted heated leather seats. I'm like, can I have heated leather seats? Like, would you mind if I could have heated leather seats? And then, because I travel a lot with Lisa, then she's like, I want a good stereo system. <laughs> So my prayer after that was, could I have a heated leather seats and a good stereo system for Lisa? And the only word God would say to me is, it's going to be an upgrade. Because I'm like, what kind, what do you want me to believe for, Lord? I don't care what it is. Just tell me what to believe for. And all he would say is upgrade. I'm like, well, what does that mean? And there's a long story. I won't go into it. But when this money came through and I was trying to find, look for one, this one came up and all it said at the top was upgrade. <laughs> And all the different upgrades on it. And honestly, above and beyond what I could dream or imagine. And it does have heated leather seats, which is like, Jesus. But it's not about, oh, yay, I want a nice car. To me, what it's about is the faithfulness of God. And for him to come through at the most unexpected times. 
because never in a million years did I think the middle of COVID would be when he would give it to me, when I can't kind of even drive it. <laughs> and I just wanted to bring that up to say, God is so faithful. Guys, he's so faithful. And maybe in the most unexpected time coming out of one of the worst seasons of your life, maybe right there is where the goodness of God is going to come through when you least expect it. So stay expectant for the least expected. <laughs> That's what I learned, I think, in the season. Thank you, Jen. And thank you for sharing that real um, story of... God, actually, God's goodness, even in the practical things, isn't it? And how faithful he is to us. So thank you. So Julia, do you mind going next? If I come to you, and would you mind sharing a little bit about your story? Okay. Um, well, my husband and I have been in ministry for about 25 years. And just as we went into lockdown, um, he felt it was time for him to resign from his position and believing that we would go straight into something else. And uh, God had other plans. Um, it was quite um, a shock at first. But um, for the whole time, God provided for us in, in incredible financial ways. And, um, but for me personally, I'm, I like to be busy. If I'm not baking or gardening or working for the church, but because we weren't part of anything, I was just, um, I didn't really know what to do with myself. So I just... After I decluttered the house three times and transformed the garden and baked for the whole neighborhood, um, somebody said to me, um, Julie, you need to write a story. But I lived in Fadley for 35 years, so I didn't think I could write an essay, let alone a story. So um, I sort of kept saying, no, no, I can't do that. And then this girl, she kept texting me and saying, have you started it yet? And I said, well, I, I, did. I had done chapter one, but that was it. And um, in the end, I just felt God say, you know, start it. And so I did. And I, I wrote my story, basically. It wasn't easy because my story is from, I was widowed at 30 with three little boys. And... Um, God set me free from all sorts of things in that time. And um, I remarried. Um, and I had to go back to places I thought that I'd left behind. And it, it, I did find it hard. I couldn't understand one day why, why I was so sort of down and crying. And then I realized it's because I'd reread the book, ready for it to go to the editor. And God did things in me. And... Um, so, yeah, so even though the time it was difficult to do, it's been really fruitful. Um, it, the book came out two weeks ago, and um, it's not just for the bereaved. It's for people who have had a loss in their life, whether that's financial, um, a home, family, friends, really anything. And um, But I have... Uh, you know, I do have a heart for people who have lost someone because I just really wanted to help them understand um, the things they felt. For me, there was one thing that really affected my life massively with the failure was I was really angry and I didn't know why I was angry because nobody told me that that was a, um, something you could feel. And because I was angry, I was angrier 
with myself because I was angry. So it was like a vicious circle and God had to set me free from that. And I, my heart was that, that people who read that book will um, be able to understand that there's these different feelings and it's okay to feel like that. I had no idea what to expect. And um, so, yeah, so it, as I say, it's, I've seen God's faithfulness in the past 14 months. And um, praise God, my husband has got a job now. So um, I would never have written a book if we hadn't have had the season with, that we had. So when I was thinking, why, Lord, have you done this to us? I know that he knew why. And um, we were able to use that time. So, yeah, he is a good God. He's a faithful God. And I can testify to that. Thank you, Julia. And that's great to think that, you know, by you. By you sharing your story, that, that will be a real encouragement to other women as well and helping them in that. So thank you for that. Kate, it's you, it's you again. Um, Kate, can you, can you share something with us from um, reflecting on, you know, the last couple of years and that, and that season? God's faithfulness and goodness. I know it always has, you know, for all of us, we've had different things, but, you know, God's faithfulness and goodness in that, if you could share. Okay, so God's goodness, uh, we foster, as you know, and uh, our family literally grew um, to 10 young girls two days before lockdown. So God's goodness and faithfulness is actually, I didn't like poison my kids, I'm the worst cook, so the fact that I didn't poison them, or they were still alive after six months, or yeah, no, it's, that's just not even funny, but yeah, whatever. Um, so yeah, I really, we really did experience um, God's goodness, um, we actually really had a good time in lockdown, uh, my kids would say that they had like the best memories, and uh, it, it was a really good season, um, but there was also a flip side of that. It was probably one of my most difficult seasons um, personally. Um, so mine's not as positive. I'm sorry, guys, but I just got to be real and share that with you. But so at the beginning of lockdown, um, I had come back from um, a funeral um, to receive a text um, from my very good friend's husband to say that my friend, who massively, massively impacted my life, had um, died of a brain tumour. And uh, I was obviously devastated. And then several weeks after that, um, my foster daughter, um, she has given me permission to share, but my foster daughter um, got sent back to prison and she really had uh, mental health issues. And uh, when she was quite local, I was able to go and visit her every couple of weeks, but um, she was then um, sent to London. And again, because of the pandemic, I couldn't go and see her. And so I just became really, really anxious. I hadn't been anxious for years and years. I became really anxious because I wasn't able to just go and kind of... I guess I can be a bit controlling. I just wanted to be there for her and I just wasn't able to. Fast forward a little bit more. Um, my auntie, who many of you will know in this church, um, Sandy, just all of a sudden, um, sadly just um, died. Um, several weeks after that, my nan died. Um, and then at the beginning of this year, my other foster daughter um, gave birth to a beautiful little boy called Isaac, but um, he was born not breathing. So it's been a real, real season of loss, and I have really struggled, if I'm being honest, I've really struggled to um, connect with God, I've really struggled to hear from God, um, don't judge me, but I've really struggled to pray, 
Um, and then there was this almost like, like we were talking this morning about shame, and I just felt really shameful. Like, my husband's uh, one of the pastors here, and so it was almost like, oh, like, and, you know, people want prayer. And I was like, how do I pray for people? Because I can't even pray for myself. So there was just this, this sort of mighty feeling of just feeling like just really, really rubbish. And uh, I'm normally a really, really positive person, um, but I just started feeling really just low some mornings. I just didn't even really get, want to get out of bed and I'd be walking and I'd just end up crying or whatever. And then I just remember one morning saying, okay, like this was going on and on and on. And I was thinking, I cannot, you know, cannot keep doing this. So I just had to make a conscious decision. And so it wasn't like I had a real amazing God moment. Um, it was just having to make that decision to say, okay, God, I am going to trust you, even though I don't really hear really like clearly from you right now or I'm really struggling praying I just gonna just keep trusting and keep trusting and keep trusting and then I just had some really good friends around me that would just um, held me accountable really prayed for me and uh, and as, as time's gone on I mean I'm still not the world's best prayer but I um, is that even a word I don't even know if that's a word but um, definitely God has started to just start to heal my heart um, and I've been able to really like minister with my like foster daughter that um, so we were with, I was with her in hospital with him for five days so it but we got I got to speak about the love of Jesus and um, and so that was really really precious and very very special so um, we have seen the favor of God and we have seen his goodness um, but it's it's been a struggle. Thank you for sharing that. It's <clears throat> just um, just reminded of what we were just singing. Actually, when you were talking, then waymaker, miracle maker. Even when I don't see that you're working, even when I don't feel that you're working, yeah. you never stop. And it just, yeah, just to to hear that. Sometimes it's really hard, isn't it? But God's in it with us, isn't yeah. He? But thank you for that. Christy, sorry, not last but not least, definitely not. Christy, would you mind talking to us for a few minutes about um, something that you'd like to share? Is that the same question? Yeah, please. That's really hard to follow because yeah. the thing is, is that it's, it's so good, like your honesty and everything. And a lot of us are in times where it's really hard to pray. And it doesn't mean that we're less spiritual. It just means we're human. Yeah. 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 So I thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I just, I love it when people are honest like that, because um, there's, we waste so much time talking around everything, and, um, and a lot of people obviously are coming out of just, you know, really difficult season, I, I mean, we serve a God of seasons, but, um, so, um, I've had absolutely no time to pray about this, or think about this, but, so if I were to think about the last few years, um, which is fine, um, I would say I'm, I'm, I've come out of like an incredibly difficult season and um, very painful season, lots of loss in all kinds of different ways. Um, but I've seen the goodness of God in ways that I've never encountered before. And, um, and but I would most definitely say like, you know, when I was, I'd taken quite a break and when COVID hit, which we didn't really know what it, was um, I felt like the Lord had said to me, hey, this is going to be at least a few-year deal. So I actually just stepped back. I stepped away from everything. I just have spent the last few years investing in the churches that I invest in around the world and spent the majority of the, that time on me. 
And I felt like the Lord was working on me and preparing me and healing me and speaking to things about areas that I needed to grow in, um, as well as just kind of giving me a break, if I want to be honest. And, um, you know, I think, you know, obviously COVID has, you know, presented lots of loss in all kinds of different ways. And, and so I'm not above any of that. Um, but I am a grandmother now. And... Um, yeah, so there's lots of great blessing in the midst of great pain and hardship. And, um, but what I can say is I can say that um, I think if there's one thing that I've really been reminded of in the last few years is the goodness of God through the community of my relationships. So, there, there, you know, you, we all go through different seasons at different times and all that kind of stuff. And it's good when we say, well, you know, we lean on God and get all that we need from God. But the truth is God sends people into our life that help sustain us and that share in our sufferings um, for a reason. And if I were to say anything, I am so grateful for the relationships that God has brought into my life for the last many years. Um, and that I love it that they don't try to fix me. Yeah. I love it that they just love me. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people that just love you for what you do. But when you find people that love you for who you are, that's a whole nother level. So if I were to say what I'm grateful for, I'm grateful, yeah, for the community of the church, the, my, my friends and family and, um, yeah. And I just feel really rich in that way. So, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna leave this, at, you know, asking for that. I don't want a fat diet coke because I've never heard that. <laughs> you, you, like, no, no woman it. wants to like. Would you like a fat drink? <laughs> I'm gonna Google it. I, I don't even know why I've never heard that. Neither have I. you heard that? Neither have I. Yeah, see? I mean, you are your own. Oh, look at you. You are so mentoring us right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so confused because she normally asks me to get her a Fanta, so I have no idea what a yeah. fat Coke is. Well, it was because I couldn't eat McDonald's for like six months. So when I went back to drinking fat Coke, whatever that is, just like, it tasted so bad. So I've gone to Fanta. <laughs> See, that's what everybody's going to walk away from this event going. <laughs> well, I learned about fat yeah. coke and, and baloney. <laughs> fat coke, and what was the other baloney. one? Baloney. Yeah. Baloney. Thank you, everybody, All so right. much for sharing your stories. And I'm sure that you know, sharing your realities and sharing God's faithfulness and goodness has been a real encouragement to everybody. I know it has been for me. So thank you. Mm.